This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 149. So I wanted to start out this episode by apologizing to my listeners. I know it's been a few weeks since I was able to get an episode out. The last episode aired on April 18th of 2021, and it is now May 9th, 2021, which is Mother's Day. So first of all, I wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the moms and grandmas out there, uh, to my wife, Tina, my mom, Irene, as well as my sisters, Ellen and Carrie. I hope you all have a wonderful Mother's Day. As far as mine and Tina's situation, we are now moved into the new house in North Carolina, but as you can imagine, there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, We have boxes and totes of things everywhere still. Uh, We're in the process of remodeling parts of the house because it had some flooring issues and stuff like that that were getting worked out. Luckily, we found a great general contractor who's local, who's been coming in and uh, him and his crew and knocking things out fairly quickly, but it's still a slow process. And I apologize for not getting back on the air sooner. I really wanted to, but I was having a hard time finding all of my gear Um, as well as a place to set up. Our son Alex came down and stayed with us for a few days to help out with some of the remodeling work, uh, replacing the subflooring in the kitchen. And he and our grandson Kendrick just went back home yesterday, or no, the day before yesterday, I guess it was Friday they left. Um, So it's been really hectic, and I didn't really have any place to record a podcast. But at least I have a temporary setup for now, so I can get back into recording my two episodes every week. Now, normally I would do the latest news and rumors on a Sunday, but I wanted to just at least do a short episode, give my listeners an update as far as what was going on, what was happening, and let everybody know we were still alive, uh, just struggling with the move and getting unpacked and settled. So we have a great place in North Carolina. Uh, We have 1.1 acres of land, And it's out in the country, so it's really peaceful and quiet. Although the downside is the internet service here sucks. We could only get HughesNet satellite internet and a really crappy 1.5 meg DSL from CenturyLink. We can't get fiber or anything like that here. Now, I have been reading online that there's another company that's working on some newer satellite internet technology. I think it's called Starlink. And supposedly they are beta testing right now some new satellite internet hardware that'll give you upwards of 100 megabits a second download, which is really fast, uh, uh, reasonably fast and faster than what we have now. Right now we got 25 megs down and three megs up, which is pretty crappy. Uh, The worst part is the latency. Uh, That's what a lot of people might not realize. With satellite internet, your latency is ridiculously high. It's like 600 milliseconds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is, trust me. Um, so this new Starlink satellite internet is not only capable of a hundred plus megabytes, uh, megabits per second download speeds, uh, but they, uh, I guess are able to get the, uh, latency down to like 40 milliseconds, which would be incredible. So I'm hoping that at some point down the road, we can get that here. 
Now, as far as getting a permanent studio set up, I am in the process of doing that. It's going to take time, unfortunately. Uh, I found a nice local company called Hometown Sheds, and I custom ordered a 10-foot by 20-foot uh, barn-style shed that's going to be my new podcasting, YouTube, and photography studio. I'm not sure yet, but I'm possibly going to start doing uh, opening a portrait studio up here in the new location as another income source. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but that building has been ordered, but unfortunately it's going to take six weeks to get here. Now on the plus side, I reached out to try to find somebody locally that could pour concrete slabs for the sheds because uh, we ordered two new sheds, a 10 by 10 and a 10 by 20. The 10 by 10 is going to become Tina's wood shop where she can do her woodworking and make shelves and tables and stuff like that. And then the larger one's going to be my all-in-one studio. Now, the first contractor we had come out to give us a quote for concrete slabs. I was talking to him when he was here to do the estimate, and I said, you know, I've been Googling, and I found online that on average, you know, concrete costs between 6 and $8 per square foot. And he was like, yeah, that sounds about right. But then for some reason, he sent me a quote that was for like double that. Um, so I was really discouraged by that. And I reached back out to the gentleman that owns Hometown Sheds, and he put me in touch with a contractor that he works with quite a bit that does concrete. And that gentleman came out and assessed the same area, and he's like, yeah, I can do it for $5.50 per square foot. So like $2,200, $2,300 for the same two slabs that the other guy wanted almost $5,000 for. Um, so they got the slabs poured. And we're just waiting for them to permanently set, which takes about a week before we can put the first building on them. Um, so that'll be, it'll be set up enough by this coming Thursday. So we'll be able to put the 10 by 10 foot shed on. That one we were able to get quickly because it was a lot model. So we were able to buy it right on the lot and we're just waiting for the concrete to set so it can be delivered. Now for my uh, barn style shed, which is going to become my new permanent studio, Mine is going to have a small porch on the one end and a human-sized door with a locking doorknob and deadbolt. It'll have one of my uh, premise smart deadbolts on it, and it'll have only one window next to the door, and I don't really need a lot of windows, so I wasn't worried about that. Um, I just wanted the one window on the end of the building so that I have some place that I can put a brand-new combination uh, air conditioner and heat pump system which I didn't know you could get those in portable, but you can, and uh, for about 600 bucks, So I can get one of those units to put in the window, you know, mount it in there permanently, and it'll provide both heating and cooling to my studio, which will be nice. Uh, just make sure I get a large enough unit that can handle the square footage. Now, in the very back end of the building, I'm going to separate uh, probably five to seven feet of the length, and I'm going to put up a partition wall. I'm going to frame it out with studs, you know, two by four studs, put in a door frame and a door and all that good stuff and put up finished walls. And that will be my separate podcasting room. And I'll be able to put sound dampening panels up on the walls in there to get good audio and everything. And then I'll be pretty much set for the podcasting part. And then the other 13 to 15 feet in length of the building will be for YouTube and a portrait studio. So that'll give me I think it'll give me all I need. I don't need a ton of space, but I do need a reasonable amount of space to successfully run a studio. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it'll go well. I'm going to have to finish the interior of the shed myself. It comes with, uh, with a plywood floor, 
and open studded walls, but it is already set up with a fixture in the ceiling and a switch on the wall and a couple of outlets so I could just run power to it, hook it into the power grid and have full power to the shed. Same with the one for Tina's workshop. So we'll get that done. We're lucky enough that our house has a separate outdoor circuit breaker, which is the main feed breaker to the property that currently only has two circuits being used in it, one for our well pump and the one that supplies the main feed to the actual house, which has its own separate circuit breaker inside. Uh, so there's plenty of empty slots, and it's a 200-amp main service, so I'll be able to easily tap into a couple of the extra slots to power the two sheds. I'll just get some armored electrical cable and some conduit and bury it in the yard, run it out to each building, up into the conduit in the building, you know, the existing conduit inside the building into their little sub panels and bam, we'll have power to those buildings as well. So that'll work out really, really nice. Now, one of the small snags that we ran into after we first got up here was we were going to Raleigh to meet with a friend of ours for lunch one Sunday, the first weekend we were up here. And as we were leaving our house, we saw this man, woman, and teenage boy walking up the road towards our property, which looked a little suspicious. So we turned around and went back to see what they were up to. And sure enough, they were standing at the bottom of our driveway. And when I pulled up, the guy explained that we had a problem. It turns out that the previous owner of this property had severely crossed the property line when she put in her driveway and carport. So we were actually, our driveway and carport were actually on his property. Now, he had just bought some of the, the wooded land around us uh, for the timber rights so he could sell the timber off to lumber mills because if you don't already know, lumber is exploding in price right now. It's just crazy. It's up like 150%. Um, so that was a little bit of a, uh, an issue. Uh, he was reasonably nice about it. You know, he understood that it wasn't our fault. We didn't do it. Um, and he offered to sell us that chunk of land as well as a 10 to 12 foot wide swath of land that he said he couldn't really do anything with behind the uh, back edge of our property where our wooden shed is now. And um, I told him, I said, yeah, we'd love to buy the extra pieces to expand our property a little bit. But I wasn't sure, you know, if he was going to give us a reasonable price or not. And we went back and forth for a few days. And then he said he had to consult with his co-owners on this land purchase. And he got back to me after a few days and offered to sell us the extra two chunks for a really great price. Uh, I'm not going to go into it on the air, but we said, absolutely, we want it. Um, so he emailed hit the closing attorney, who's a local attorney that he used when he bought the Timberland, as well as the surveyor that he used because they're already familiar with the situation and the encroachment and all of that. Uh, so we're just waiting for those folks to get back to us, get the paperwork around so we can have the closing. I can pay for that extra two strips of land, uh, which will be nice because once we close on that, it'll expand our property from 1.1 acres to 1.5. So we'll have an acre and a half at that point, which would be really, really nice and really exciting. So Tina and I are really happy about that. But like I said, I wanted to be able to just get on the air briefly, give my listeners a little bit of an update of, on what's going on. Uh, let you know that we are still alive. We're just extremely busy with the move and the unpacking and the remodeling and all of that good stuff. I'm sure some of you have been through similar situations and understand completely. Uh, so I just ask that you bear with us a little bit. Now that I've at least got a portable setup uh, for podcasting, I can start doing my episodes twice a week again. So look for a new episode this coming Thursday, as well as the return of 
the news and rumors episodes the following uh, next Sunday, a week from today. Uh, so we will get back into that. We'll get doing them on a regular basis again, and things will get a little bit more back to normal as far as the show is concerned. Now, I did want to also remind you to check out Leo Photography on YouTube. Um, I'd appreciate it if you'd stop by the channel, give it a subscribe, watch some of the videos, give them a like and a share. Um, hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as each new video drops. You can also check out the Forgotten Pieces of Georgia and Forgotten Pieces of Pennsylvania channels on YouTube and do the same for those. That would be greatly appreciated. If you'd like to pick up a signed copy of my first book, The Forgotten Pieces of Georgia in the Northwest Counties, you can do so at the landphotography.net online store, or you can pick up a copy at barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com. All right, I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode 149 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank everybody once again for continuing to listen, and I will see you all again on Thursday.